0: Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the
1: TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum.
0: Somebody Somebody
1: come get them, they're too too old for TikTok.
0: TikTok. Somebody somebody come get get them, they're
1: too too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hello, Dina. How are you? I'm great I miss you being in New York you're back in San Diego and we are now separate again recording and it's always so fun when you're in New York I know I mean it was so awesome I got to see my friend run a marathon
0: and we've been we've both been trying to make a bunch of TikToks with all the marathon content we got so if you're following us on TikTok you've probably seen quite a bit of that which is fun
1: The parody video you did was amazing and I don't think a lot of people understood that there was a guy who did a TikTok for his wife when she was running the marathon and you pretty much parodied it perfectly. Um, So much so that my mom really thought you were getting emotional and crying over me running the marathon. I was like, no, Melissa's just a really good actress.
0: I joked to you that it was the Lisa Barlow method. If anybody's also watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, um, Lisa Barlow has this really fake cry where her voice just gets <laughs> low, and it sounds like she's faking it. And um, that was my version of crying as well. So
1: it's really good. I'll Who knew it. we could take acting tips from Lisa Barlow? You know, she's on a reality show, but she's a great performer. As are you, mean, Melissa. <laughs>
0: That show, they've really wrangled up, I think, one of the best casts in Real Housewives history. So
1: I agree. It's so good. Yeah. All right, let's get into some TikTok. We have a lot to cover today. We have a lot of audio trends. We have a lot of regular trends. And then we have our celebrities who joined TikTok. Uh, So the first trend we're going to talk about is community drama. And let's play the original audio.
2: Is there any community where there is no drama on TikTok? Like
3: the stationary girlies got into it, the beehive girlies got into it, and now the SW girlies are getting into it? I can't keep up. I
1: can't keep up. At Anastasia Gracia posted this original video, and then all these communities stitched her and came out of the woodwork and started spilling all the drama. And this one's really good. It's about the crochet community.
0: The way that there's literally drama going on in the crocheting community right now, it's fucking insane. So basically, this woman was selling, like, pop holders, and she was using acrylic yarn. And everyone was like, you can't, you can't have,
1: use acrylic yarn on heat because it's plastic. And then the woman was like, oh, I can't, I can't deal with all these haters, all this bullying, and now all these
0: unproblematic, like, crocheters that I follow, they're, like, getting into this drama, bitch. It's so entertaining. And then this woman fucking blocks all of these people that keeps commenting on her shit. And now everyone has, like, turned their backs to this woman. She has been exiled from the crochet community. Again, this just ties back into this TikTok vibe where everybody comes to the defense of anything there's always like somebody who's defending something whether or not it needs to be defended like the fact that they're just saying like your potholder material is gonna melt like people are getting so passionate about that to the point where they're just like it's like you need to let people know that this is like not flammable or whatever like it's just like it's too people take things too seriously sometimes
1: For sure. And the fact that, like, people are getting blocked and there's basically whole wars over the dumbest little thing. Uh, The next one is really, really good. It's about Bratz dolls. It's insane.
2: Okay, so a few years ago in the Bratz community with some Bratz collectors, there was a falling out between these two collectors who were, like, really good friends. Like, the one guy's mom had passed away and the other guy was, like, really there for him. So they ended up getting really close, right? So the one guy whose mom passed away ended up getting a bunch of Brad's samples and like prototypes and stuff like that. So those are really rare in the secondhand market, very, very expensive. So his friend was basically a little mad that he didn't like offer to sell him any, want to share any with him. And he's like super pissed off. They get into this big falling out on the Internet. One of them exposes nudes. The one guy's like, yeah, like your dead mom wouldn't appreciate that. Brings the dead mom into it, right? Right. They end up making up, right? And the guy's like, yeah, I'm going to send you one of the prototype samples. He gets the prototype in the mail the doll, and he's like, it's like moldy. Like, it's covered in something. The guy sprinkled his mom's ashes in the box with the doll.
0: This is just crazy to me, because it's like, who even knew there was a Bratz community? (laughs) Like, there's a Bratz doll community? Okay, so that's already the first surprise. And then just this story just keeps escalating 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 i feel like it's found its home on tiktok like this feels like the right place to tell this story and for all of us to enjoy it
1: oh absolutely it's messy enough i mean to put someone's ashes and ship them is the most absurd thing in the world Uh, but i i mean there's a community for everything there's brat stalls there's you know, it's like back in the day, there was a beanie baby community. You could be in the club. And now TikTok just kind of like centralizes it and you could find your people. If you are into brats dolls, you could find your people on TikTok. Something for everyone. Yeah. The next one is definitely my favorite because, as Melissa said, everyone in the comments on TikTok can just get a little too serious about things. And this one's great. I joined a group where we all pretended to be ants and all we'd ever say is work or lift or for the queen. And eventually it evolved so that people were spacing out each letter and making it all caps. But then people started saying, like, oh, what about our blind ants? Like, they have an app that translates it for it. It takes, it's too long for them to understand. Like, they can't see the visual gag of spacing it all out. And then people were like, well, that's too bad. That's how ants talk. And then they made another ant colony, a red ant colony. Um, and the whole point was that the black ants were ableist against blind ants and all this other stuff. And then this one woman came forward and she was like, I'm actually the queen. We're like, we hate that. And then all these people were pretending to be black ants, but they were red ants and red ants they were their black ants. So they're trying to, like, block each other and get each other banned and stuff. And all the groups were getting, like, band and stuff it was like what the fuck is happening hey there's the black group there's the red group there's inclusivity covered it's got everything yeah this whole community
0: drama stuff just reminds me of this sort of inside joke comment trend on tiktok where people will post a video and before there even are offensive comments people start responding to them. And so there's a joke in TikTok comments where they'll say, POV, you're trying to find the offensive comments but you don't see any. But a lot of people will just be saying like, oh, hey, like, you better not be offensive towards this. There's one other trend I've been seeing. It's this cute little video where girls like tap their feet and do this little dance and their boobs just like go crazy up and down like they're dancing without a bra on. And girls have been duetting it with each other. And all the comments are just like, boys, better not comment on this. Like, you better not sexualize this. But then there's a lot of comments being like, I don't see any guys commenting on this, like, (laughs) nastily. And so it's just like, there's just this weird vibe of, like, people creating issues sometimes where there aren't any. And, like, quite literally turning, like, anthills into mountains, right?
1: (laughs) I thought you were going to say that the smaller breasted community commented like this isn't inclusive for us because (laughs) this won't work for our body type but that's the type of thing like someone would say and then there'd be a whole community and half the time like you don't know if it's a joke or if people are actually serious and offended I'd say it's probably split like 50 50 where like people are just super super funny and then the other 50 percent of the time people take things just way too seriously and the great thing about tiktok is it gets so far so this ant one you could just see like how far it really got it was i mean it just spirals out of control
0: oh yeah escalates escalates escalates
1: the next trend is a really fun one it's basically either one or two people are sitting on a floor and in the foreground of the video is a cup and then the person sitting maybe you know five feet behind the cup has a bunch of pens or pencils, and then has to ask a question. And if they get their pen, when they throw it into the cup, they have to do that thing. So these two uh, actresses that are on Broadway, they're in Hamilton, they do a really cool version where they're sitting on the stage, the Broadway stage, and throwing the pens at the cup on the stage. So it's visually cool, but also really funny what they're asking each other to do. We'll play it.
3: You have to Whoever is in the audience not wearing their mask have
1: to gesture have to put it <laughs> on. <laughs> you have to do the next mid-show swing on if someone calls out.
3: Yes!
0: You have to do the next mid-show swing on if someone calls out. You have to purposely trip on stage somewhere in the show
2: next time we go on. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to say all your lines in a British accent when you speak. <laughs> yeah, this
0: one's cute and it ties back into like promoting Broadway shows coming back, which is cool to see, you know, the mix of different mediums coming on tiktok there's been a lot of just funny you know random people posting this there was one i saw where he was trying to get it in the cup for should i quit my job it was pretty great
3: should i go work
2: out darn should i eat healthy darn should i quit my job 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 should i should I quit my job? 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 Yes. Should I put my two weeks in? Darn.
0: And each time he threw pencils farther away for something that was like should I eat healthy should I exercise those got nowhere near the cup but he tried really hard to get the quit my job one in
1: yeah that was a such a good take on this trend I really loved it and a similar but 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 different take on the trend was this next one okay should I give up so just one question she got it in the first time and then the face on her is incredible because she's laughing but she's also like crying like oh like this is what my life is now sure
0: yeah just give up (laughs) yeah (laughs) gotta have a sense of humor about it this next trend I've really enjoyed there's an audio song people are using and they're just showing photos of them then and now. So it's a lot of like me X amount of years ago, me today.
3: Haggak in my head and they won't go. Spirits in my head and they won't go. I got in my head and they won't go. Spirits in my head and they won't go. I got in my
1: head and they won't go. In my head and they won't go. What I love about this is it's usually these people are all at the same event when they're older. So they'll someone is going around with their camera and they'll stop on a person and then they'll flash to the yearbook photo of them in high school. And it's nice to see that you know people are still hanging out when they're older. And then this is great for the comment section because you see all these different people, so you comment on like, wow, they didn't change at all, or wow, this one had a glow up, or wow, like one of them was like, every single person looks the same, but they're all different. <laughs> There's just so many different variations of it.
0: Yeah, I love that Retirement House did it, and they're just one of my favorite accounts in general, and it was cool to see their the idea of being they're all retired, older people, and so it was cool to see photos from them, like. Probably 50 years ago, it was pretty cool.
1: The retirement house is a really good account. It's like when TikTok houses first started, I don't think anyone would have guessed that a bunch of elderly people would form a TikTok house and they do all the trends in the best ways, and they're just all so wholesome and cute.
0: I loved this one from at Jules Caden Black. She posted, like you were saying, it was a high school reunion type of thing and they showed their high school photos and then them today and as i'm watching this i'm just thinking like in my head every single one of these guys looks the same and at a certain point i was like is this is this a joke like are they just showing the same person and i'm that's the joke and i go to the comments and of course every single comment was like, nah, that was just the same guy, like, this is not, (laughs) there's no way these are different people. There was comments of like, they all grew up into the same man, (laughs) they all looked exactly alike, I don't know why, but go watch this video, it is, it's just bizarre.
1: Yeah, they all look different when they're younger in their yearbook photos, but then they just, yeah, morphed into the same person. They're all very cute. (laughs) They're like, They look like New York Jewish guys.
0: (laughs) Maybe they all just, they all look like Jewish guys. (laughs) All Jewish guys turned into the same 30-year-old man.
1: The creator, It's Nidda Baby, with a bunch of whys at the end of the (laughs) handle, posted a really great TikTok video that people then stitched together. How much y'all
2: get paid? Answer the goddamn question. How much y'all get paid to mind other people's business? Cause y'all act like y'all clock into that shit. And see, I'm trying to see it. if they hiring, the money sound good. Cause I know damn well y'all ain't mind other people's business for free. Can't be. And
0: yeah, I feel like her intention wasn't actually to ask people how much they got paid. Like it was just sort of a provocative phrase she was using and then she went into something else. But it's been cool to see a lot of people just ending her video there and stitching it with how much they make which I am all for. I feel like that's one of the, uh, the soapboxes I've been standing on recently is like more transparency in salary. As more people have told me what they make, it's helped me be more realistic about what I can make and feel better and more confident about myself going into new jobs. So I love the idea of it and I love that TikTokers are being more transparent about their salary one that was really interesting came from this user andrew kazak tv and he was a meteorologist on tv you know a weatherman and he spoke about what that job was like how he was doing a ton of other stuff too as part of his job and what he was being paid and it was very very little and this is one of the ones that sort of became very popular on the app for people talking about what people get paid versus maybe what you think they get paid
3: I think we all know that local TV people, especially in small markets, don't make a lot of money. But get this. Back in 2004, I was the morning meteorologist, the co-anchor, co-host, and executive producer of the only statewide network in all of Wyoming. It was an ABC affiliate. And I made $6.20 an hour. And here's the kicker. For a majority of the time I was there, about two years, I was up on a billboard underneath a McDonald's that advertised for new workers starting at seven fifty.
1: Yeah, this was surprising how little he got paid. But I did see someone post they're an air traffic controller, and I was pleasantly surprised they make a good li- living as an air traffic controller. So all of the comments were like, "I want to be an air traffic controller, like sign me up," and apparently it's it's very hard to sign up, and there's only certain like periods of time you could sign up. But it had me like interested. I was like, oh, huh. This sounds. This sounds like a good job. <laughs> that
0: will be your next career transition. My
1: next career. Well, there was this one time that I got suckered into doing this dance class. It was like Latin aerobics, and the instructor pointed at me. He said, "You, you're not an air traffic controller. Why are you moving your arms like that?" And. I guess that's how I dance, so maybe it is destined for me.
0: Wow, yeah. You have a natural ability. (laughs) Okay, so we've spoken a lot about brands on the app and how awesome most of them are on TikTok. So, one in particular that's amazing, top five TikTok brands, is Duolingo. This creator at Asian Bobby Hill, love that name as well, they wanted to find out who runs the Duolingo TikTok because obviously, you know, there's all these jokes about it's just some like 20 year old kid running these brand accounts because they have such a good understanding of TikTok that it it must be somebody young. So they created a TikTok of them going to Duolingo's LinkedIn page, looking for employees that work there and ultimately finding this amazing person who's running their TikTok account.
1: Yeah, this person must have gone up so much in the ranks of LinkedIn, because I'm sure literally like thousands, if not millions of people are looking at this LinkedIn account. And it's just so genius. And I love it because it's such a supportive thing to do. It's like hype this girl up like she's doing God's work in running this Duolingo account. Not many people knew what Duolingo was. And now Duolingo people know because of TikTok, because their TikToks are so good. At Jazz Social explains why Duolingo is so popular. I think we all need to take a moment to recognize that this green bird right here from Duolingo is absolutely running the brand game on TikTok. And they excel as a brand simply because they're not trying to market to you. They're not pushing a product or service onto us. They're simply integrating their service into trends that are already happening on TikTok. Plus, they've learned to harness one of the most iconic parts about brands being on TikTok, which is the comments they leave. I said it before and I'll say it again. People don't want to be marketed to here on TikTok. Just have fun. Learn how to make fun of yourself as a brand and the people will come to you. Now, Duolingo has over a million followers and for a brand, that is insane. It's more than other more like well-known brands like McDonald's, I think, or Coca-Cola or these huge brands just do not have that type of following on TikTok.
0: Yeah, it's cool too to see that TikTok is a platform that has allowed smaller brands, like Duolingo, to just really stand out with the type of content they're creating.
1: The next one is a dance trend that's been around a while, but there are these white, middle-aged lawyers at a law office, and their law office has a TikTok account, and they participate in this trend, and it became super, super viral. And the caption reads, when we're going out to lunch, and then they dance their way to lunch."
0: yeah it's always funny the comments of things like these are just like whose granddaughter made you do this like Mm -hmm. whose daughter is running your social media account it's always fun to see
1: and their handle is Jonathan W. Johnson underscore LLC. That's like the most lawyery, yes. like, law firm handle if I've ever seen one. Yep. Just in your
0: head, you imagine a bunch of white guys practicing
1: law. <laughs> yeah. An audio trend going around is Nick Kroll uh, is from Big Mouth.
3: And just like that, poof, Lola's gone. Wrong. <laughs> Lola's right here, you Fucking Brussels sprouts. Melissa, do you watch Big Mouth?
0: Yeah, I've seen a few episodes. I haven't kept up with it, but I think I saw, like, the first season when it was out. It was pretty funny.
1: I figured you'd watch it, yeah. Um, Well, the trend is great. There's someone who says, My roommate's thinking my boyfriend has finally gone back to his house, but then he's still there. Yeah,
0: it's been... It's some good reveals where people are like, You think this is done, but then... It keeps going.
1: And now the holidays are starting, so we're already starting to get holiday trends. We have a quote from Elf.
2: Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Yeah,
0: this is like classic Elf line from the movie. Um, so it's been pretty funny. It's people are showing like things that they thought like things that escalated really quickly, essentially.
1: Yeah, one guy, must be a Spider-Man fan. He said, Spider-Man releases next month. And then the screaming part, he just screams,
0: Spider-Man! I really like this one from creator at Jess Val Ortiz. Hers says, this medication could give you liver problems, depression, chance of weight loss. And then it cuts to the, oh my god, Santa's coming. (laughs) And Hers just says, weight loss!
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I feel like we could have done, like, a whole separate episode on Swift Talk, so Taylor Swift TikTok, when she dropped her album, Everyone's For You page. Well, not everyone's, but at least our demographics for you page was filled with Taylor Swift conspiracy theories, hate for Jake Gyllenhaal, stuff about the red sweater. It goes on and on and on. So we'll highlight a few here, but i mean it is there was an endless amount of content and i think taylor fueled the fire because she started commenting on a bunch of people's tiktoks and she didn't start commenting we've mentioned that she's been commenting a bunch and obviously all leading up to this album but yeah she's she's a genius
0: i recalled it too we said once she got on tiktok we were like you know, do we think she's gonna be active on it? Or do we think she's gonna just have her PR team posting stuff? Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I think Taylor's gonna love it. She might Mm -hmm. just watch stuff and like or comment, but I think she's gonna really get into TikTok. And here we are. Obviously, Taylor's definitely getting into TikTok. I feel like she is just cackling at home watching these Jake Gyllenhaal videos of people just dragging him. I feel like she's just scrolling through the comments, giggling, people are calling him Jake Gynecologist. Like there's just, it's gotten the full TikTok rundown of everybody just hating Jake Gyllenhaal, freaking out over Taylor's new album. The greatest thing, one of the greatest things, was seeing Mr. Feeny from Boy Meets World (laughs) created a TikTok telling everyone they should go listen to Red, Taylor's version.
2: Hello, it's Phil Daniels. You know, some things get better with age, like the wisdom of Mr. Feeny. So I'm here to tell you to listen to the new and better version of Red by Taylor Swift mostly based on the recommendation of my granddaughter, Grace. <laughs> and as you know, all too well. Believe in yourself, dream, try, do good.
0: And I saw this just naturally, it was on my For You page, obviously. this Everything about this video is epitome of my For You it's page. It's for you. <laughs> it's for me. So I saw the video, loved it, went back and looked at it again, I think a few days later I was going to send it to somebody or I wanted to reference it and I see Taylor commented on it. She responded and in all caps, she was like, oh my God, my brother and I love you. I can't believe you commented on my album or you're talking about my album. Coolest thing ever. And this keeps happening. There's been a few times now where I've seen a video, it's funny, and then I'll go back and look at it again And Taylor Swift has commented on the video herself. It's fucking magical.
1: It is. She even, there's a conspiracy theory that she has another account that's called It's Not Taylor Swift, and people are convinced that it's her. (laughs) And th- people were even screenshotting because there was a certain amount of people she was following and a certain number of followers she had. And it like maybe correlated to 1989. Like, I oh think that's God. a little too far out there. But I, I like every video I've seen, like, I actually do think that's her account, too. So I think she has these two accounts. Uh, it's just she's she's really embraced TikTok so well. On one of her videos that she posted on, on her real account, right, her blue checkmark account, <laughs> all of the brands and all of the other blue checkmark people were commenting in the best of ways. And here's a video that goes over the best comments. Why is
0: TikTok so freaking funny? Can confirm this album has historic history? This owl ain't okay. The S in NASCAR officially stands for Swift. <laughs> what is the Sour Patch Kids? Where is Jake?
2: What is he doing? What is the American Lung Association doing? Testing our lung capacity with this owl? What are you doing?
1: Yeah, this user's name is at FairBear6 and she really does the highlights well, but there's so many other brands who also commented. It's just, again, it's a playground, the the comments.
0: Yeah, and this was, again, a testament to brands on TikTok just being themselves in a way and letting their persona as, you know, probably a millennial or Gen Z person, probably women, (laughs) uh, just their own obsession with TikTok comes out in their now brand account and I love it obviously like I I want my brands to love Taylor Swift as much as I love Taylor Swift so I'm very happy to see this I also saw I think it was in the comments of this one people posting like I've never met a marketing major who isn't also a Swifty
1: and I can vouch
0: for that yes
1: (laughs) that's great I just love that the Lung Society commented there was a video where like (laughs) The Down Syndrome Society commented against like Jake Gyllenhaal too. Oh my like God. every major like non-profit organization, every like everyone's on <laughs> is Team Taylor and like anti-Jake Gyllenhaal. Like it's so fun. Oh, that's amazing! And Taylor has been getting in with the trends too. She just she did a really fun video to this audio play, and it's with her and Selena Gomez
3: oh no my bestie is a bad bitch <laughs>
0: yeah she's been coming back pretty often and just making trends she's making trends with her own songs i saw there was a funny one too she had uploaded at one point there was a trend going around with one of her old albums and she re-uploaded a version of Taylor's version of the album and was like, Hey guys, you can use this version of the song if you want. And everyone's like, She's just she's just incredible. Like she no matter what, she's always like controlling her own stuff and the narrative of like around her own music. But she's with it. Like she's clearly very with what's trending on TikTok and she's going with it or she's helping create it or move it along. And it's it's really I feel like Taylor Swift is spending hours on TikTok a day, so I'm
1: very happy about that. Me too. There's this great video. This is the last one we'll highlight. It's by Attorney CJ, and it also just shows how incredible Taylor is.
2: This is why you cannot take advice from everybody. So in 2019, Rolling Stone asked a few music industry people for their thoughts on Taylor Swift's plan to re-record albums one through five. One of the contributors was a record label founder who was also the manager of Blondie and Motley Crue. This is what he said. The minute she left Big Machine, her old record label, she lost her leverage. Something broke down. She didn't get the kind of advice that would allow her to have a win-win. What is it you're trying to do? Say to your fans, don't listen to the music you already love? I don't know fans like that. If you could show me one artist for whom it's worked out well, I'd say it's a great idea and everyone should do it. I just haven't seen any evidence of that. (laughs) Woo! That's a good one. There are two big mistakes here. Two big mistakes. The first mistake is trying to compare Taylor Swift and her fans to anybody else. Listen, I'm in a Starbucks parking lot. When I walked in, they were playing Taylor's music. I asked for a Taylor latte. I got it. This is my second one since Friday. I'm in my car talking about Taylor, listening to Taylor on an app for the last week. We've only been discussing Taylor. This might go down in history as one of the top five times a man underestimated a woman. Gotta be top five. Gotta be. Second mistake. Actually, y'all are very smart. I'm going to let you tell me what the second mistake is. Just write it in the comments. All I'm going to say is that the writer of this article is named Tim. The three contributors to this article are people named Glenn, Alan, and and justin
1: yeah so taylor forged your own path don't it didn't take advice from people it's clearly paying off she like hit all the records and milestones and is the best of the best in the music industry at everything what's not to love no i am oh i will always stop
0: and watch videos like this people doing like little investigative reporting where they pull up old articles and they talk about things more in depth like this. And it's just inspiring. It's super inspiring to see. And God, I just love Taylor Swift so much. But like you said, we could dedicate an entire episode to her, (laughs) but we're not doing that right now. So we'll end this segment. I love her so much. She is incredible and unbelievable. And I'm really proud to know of her.
1: Yes, and proud to know that she loves TikTok like we predicted. All right, there's no easy way to transition to this, but <laughs> miniatures have become really popular on TikTok. I think they were always popular like mini like cooking things, anything that was like super cute was popular, but there's been like an abundance recently. And this is one I love. There's one where a guy He had a little like TV console and has two kind of you know cupboards that you could put stuff in And he didn't have anything to put in one of them So we thought let me just build my apartment in Legos like a replica in this thing And then comes to find out in within the miniature He builds another mini apartment where that where that same little cupboard was And it is, like, the dumbest thing, but fascinating to watch.
0: I think he mentions that he's married or he's living with someone in the video, which upset me because I feel like this is your soulmate. This (laughs) man. (laughs) You and him should be together. Um, Yeah, yeah. Dina, I definitely think that Lego house is in your future. I think that you have a ton of Legos. You've always been obsessed with Legos. Dina's currently cleaning out her childhood home and just finding just mountains of Legos everywhere. So, so I many Legos. I love this. I love this whole idea, and I think that you should do it in your apartment. I
1: mean, I, I live in a studio apartment, so everything is already, I feel like I already live in a miniature place, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think I'll be doing that.
0: Well, this next miniature was pretty funny. It was like a parody of British Bake Off, and they just had snails doing it, so everything was the size of a snail. They recreated the whole set of the Bake Off set. It was pretty hilarious.
1: Yeah, instead of contestants, they were snails, but it was so intricate. The food still looked really good, very mini, and <laughs> it was just very odd to see snails instead of human beings. Yeah,
0: and that one was by at Slime Town, USA
1: very fitting for a snail account the next miniature thing is by at world's best dog dad and let me tell you this guy is the world's best dog dad because he built his i think they're like wiener dogs he built his like three wiener dogs a mini apartment not with legos but it has to be bigger for the dogs this dog these dogs live better than i live I think they actually do. And that was a lot of the
0: comments <laughs> yeah. were saying, like, this would go for, like, 2200 in Manhattan.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, The dog's got a fireplace. They have a TV. And everything is mini. And it's so, so cute. They have artwork. Ugh. Oh, done really well.
0: And the dogs themselves have this funny reaction when he's filming them. They're just very quiet. They're, like, sitting properly on the couch. And they're just like, what are you doing here?
1: Yes. Our house <laughs> this next one is about kyle shiel who blew up on tiktok a while ago he's just a really really good storyteller and he knows how to get the whole tiktok audience involved in something so he made a giant cardboard cutout of himself and just put it at a random gas station we'll play the
3: video Okay, here's the update on the Sheely meal. If you're new here, a few days ago, I put a cardboard cutout of myself inside a come and go gas station just to see how long it would take for someone to notice. Turns out not very long for two reasons. For one thing, I accidentally made the cutout like nine feet tall, so it's not exactly discreet. But also immediately, like a million people started tagging come and go in the comments, which I probably should have expected. And they commented back. They were like, we won't tell if you won't, which is like, that's fun, right? Like, seems like they're cool with it. They're at least not going to press charges. And they didn't take down the cutout, which I know because a lot of you found it and I started getting all of these messages in my instagram inbox pictures from mostly strangers of people taking selfies in front of the cutout also man i love you guys a lot of you have recorded yourself in the store trying to order the kyle shealy meal and every time the employees just go we don't know what that is what's the kyle shealy meal what's the kyle shealy meal no idea no idea all right, cool, thank you. But here's where things get interesting. Unbeknownst to me, a bunch of you guys went into the comments on Come and Go's own TikTok and started bombarding the comment section with just, like, make the Kyle Shealy meal real, which I did not know was happening until they posted this video last night. I don't know if you can read that caption, but it says coming soon, and then like a bunch of question marks. And I don't know how serious they are about it, but I am very serious about it. And I'm just saying, give the people what they want, come and go. There's like a thousand comments on that video, of people saying they want the Kyle Sheely meal to be real. And no, I have not figured out what the Kyle Sheely meal should be. I'm not a person who thinks things through or plans ahead, but also I'm not a person who's particularly fussy about it. Uh, so just give me some options, come and go. What do you think? We could do pizza, we could do a sandwich. Uh, literally whatever you guys want, I am very flexible. As of today, the sign is still in the store. No idea how long that will last. They did move it like over to the corner. And at first I was like, nobody puts Kyle on the corner. But then I realized like, well, Kyle, you did leave it in the center of the entryway, which is not the most convenient place. And it is a convenience store. So if you do decide to go take a picture with it, just like be a good person, uh, maybe buy something. That probably would not hurt. At least be nice to the employees. Just be cool. Stay tuned and hit that follow button. I will be posting more updates as things unfold. Here goes nothing
1: what i love about this is he's been updating his story and he's actually gotten sponsors now like he is making this a full-fledged business and so many good things are happening and it's just such fun innocent entertainment and it's fun because like a tv show you don't get to participate but like everyone is participating in this it's really fun to watch
0: yeah i love he shows that people in the area came out and took pictures with it and were posting that, that to me is just TikTok magic. It's incredible. You really never know how many people are viewing and engaging with and loving your content. Like TikTok, I think putting stuff out there sometimes, I don't know, it feels crazy that like hundreds of thousands of millions of people might be watching your stuff, to see in real life people going out because they saw this on a TikTok. It's just pretty magical. It's pretty awesome
1: to see. And there are even copycats doing it now too. So someone did it with his daughter. His handle is at toddler talk. So he did it and it has millions of views too. It was just a great idea and fantasy.
0: Yeah, it's one of those just harmless fun pranks. Pretty wholesome. This next one I want to talk about quickly. It was a San Diego video, so local to me. And uh, it was uploaded by at Demi Bagby.
1: This is the most insane thing I've ever seen. Someone drop money all over the freeway. San Diego has
0: shut down. Literally, it has shut down. Look at the freeway right now. Oh my gosh. The thing I found most interesting about this video was I first saw it uploaded to instagram i follow a lot of local san diego accounts and i had seen it on instagram and i read the comments and let's just say the comments did not pass the vibe check of instagram they were all very negative and just debbie downers they were all like oh my god, like, this is illegal, you shouldn't be collecting this money, what's wrong with you, this is terrible that you took a video of this, like, this is awful, just terrible comments, super downer. And then you go to TikTok, and you shared this video with me on TikTok, and I look at the comments, and they're all just supportive, hilarious, everybody, there was one I saw, somebody was like, they say money doesn't buy happiness, but this video says otherwise. Look how happy these people are. There was somebody saying like, there's a guy who put a towel over his license plate. Like this guy knows what's up, like go get that bag. It was just like really funny, encouraging comments on TikTok versus just, fucking Karens on Instagram.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was surprised this came up on my For You page because I'm not in San Diego, so I immediately sent it to you, Melissa, and I was like, go get that money! Like, oh Why gosh. weren't you there? Because
0: I don't drive. I'm, <sighs> I'm not on
1: if, the You should have taken an Uber. You should have <laughs> run. I would have ran. I'm slow. There probably would be no money left. But... <laughs> Alright, now we can get to our celebrities who joined TikTok. And Steve from Blue's Clues joined and talk about a comment section that's supportive. I saw someone do at his video and was like, Steve, you literally like saved my life. I'm so happy you're on TikTok so we can have this platform to share and basically speak to one another. I mean, it's just heartwarming. Yeah, it
0: reminds me a little bit of Christy Carlson Romano also getting big again through TikTok, I think it's cool that these people who played such a big role in our lives growing up, just as people we saw on TV all the time, they sort of went away, you know, not everybody goes from being Hannah Montana to Miley Cyrus, right? (laughs) They're not all, they they haven't all become superstars. So there's something beautiful about just them re-emerging as we're adults. And there's this cool camaraderie now where it's like, yeah, they're just trying to figure out life too. And now it feels like we're on the same level and we can just engage and interact with each other in a really authentic way. Obviously TikTok fosters that. So this was, yeah, this was really cool to see and I'm happy Steve is is getting back out there and helping people.
1: Yeah, someone who does that really well is Jennifer Gardner because she just did a duet with the actress who played her younger self in 13 Going on 30. So it's like they're dialoguing again, and it's been, like, so many years later, not 30 years later, but 20 years later since that movie came out. And it's so fun to see them. They're basically sharing a screen, but they're just using duets. And... I applaud Jennifer Garner because she's she's pretty good at TikTok. She's I think she's one of those celebrities who kinda gets it and is having fun with it.
0: Yeah, no, she's been making a lot of very fun TikToks. You can tell she's been jumping on the trends. She did what we spoke about earlier, the then and now trend she did with her alias co stars. So oh, she took fun. pictures from alias way back when and showed them now. Yeah, she's jumped on trends. She just I also gotta say, like damn she really doesn't age though like she her really joke doesn't. about she's like how are you 30 i'm still 30 like she yeah, you actually 30. could pass for 30 yeah
1: yeah. She, yeah yep the next celebrity that came on my for you page i was so happy because she's so funny it's anna Gasteyer, and she is promoting a movie A Christmas comedy like parody of a Hallmark movie and her and Rachel Dratch are together on TikTok and they're responding to comments and they're they're really getting into it and oh it's it's just the best so I love to see that.
0: Yeah, she's hilarious. I'm really happy she found TikTok and I think she'll have a lot of fun with it too and already she's starting to just you can tell she's like feeling it out and like yep. figuring out how to how to get her comedy across on the platform so we'll definitely be staying tuned for that
1: yeah that brings us to an end episode 73 please rate review and subscribe if you can we really appreciate everyone listening and check out the blog toooldfortiktok.com the number two the number four and check us out on instagram and tiktok as well thank you
3: thanks everybody bye